Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ryan McCarthy, watching in upstate New York, says, Why does Saskatchewan have the best town names? Paradise Hill, Moose Jaw. Well, he says Flynn Flon, and that's actually Manitoba. And frankly, I'm partial to Medicine Hat. How about that? I also learn something every day. We learned today that Flynn Flon, Manitoba stands for Flintibetty Flonaton, a fictional character from a 1905 novel. This is the Rod Peterson Show. One week of shows has boiled down to one final hour. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show, everybody. We are coming to you, as you can see, from a hockey arena, specifically Affinity Place in beautiful Estevan, Saskatchewan, and the Centennial Cup presented by Tim Hortons. It's been a rollicking good time, as it always is. But this Flame Tech Football Friday was hijacked somewhat in hour one. And I don't apologize for it. Joe Watson, two-time Stanley Cup champion of the Philadelphia Flyers and former Esteban Bruin, was with us for a good chunk of hour one. Joining us, rejoining us here in hour two, is the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont. And the CFL is kicking off the preseason tonight. The CFL-CBA has been agreed to by the players. And away we go. It's like, did it even happen? You know what I mean? Did it even happen at all? What was missed? other than a Rough Riders game on Monday here against Winnipeg. But I'm good with talking football for the rest of the hour. Craig Campbell, watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, says, great show, perfect time for sports. World Hockey Championships, Stanley Cup playoffs, yep. and football. I mentioned NBA, MLB. I didn't even mention MLL. There's a best, there's a game three, of the best of three going in the West Conference Final in the NLL. I didn't even write that down. And Darren, I did not finish my quick six show topics either. And John Hodge isn't going to be with us until later on. So if you have questions for John Hodge, ask him when he gets here. He won't be here until 40 minutes past the hour. Would you mind, Moose, if I just... Um... Yeah, go. Okay. To recap, because we're going to go mostly football in hour two, the CFL Players Association ratified its new CBA. The ratification came two days after CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi unveiled the league's final offer to its players. The deal must also be ratified by the Board of Governors, but that's not expected to be an issue. With the players accepting the agreement that paves the way for football to kick off on time, including two preseason games tonight, Toronto Argonauts at Ottawa Red Blacks, Edmonton Elks at Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Vladimir Guerrero homered off Shohei Otani for the first time ever, and George Springer had a leadoff home run in the Blue Jays' 6-3 victory at the LA Angels last night. Otani struck out 10 while yielding five runs over six innings in his eighth mound start of the season. He fell behind 5-2 in the sixth on a drive off the left field pole by Vladdy, who finished right below the Angels' two-way star in last year's American League. MVP voting. And I want to mention this. The CEBL is now making the national news. This came across the Newswire. Darren, the expansion Canadian Elite Basketball League team, the Scarborough Shooting Stars, owned in part by rapper Drake and Grammy Award-winning rapper J. Cole, left his losers Thursday night in their debut, falling to the Nighthawks in Guelph. 89-80 in their season opener. The 37-year-old rapper J. Cole played in the game. As you know, we talked about this yesterday. He finished with three points on one of four shooting, 
all from distance, with one rebound and one assist in just under 15 minutes of action coming off the bench. So the CEBL is creeping into the national sports conscience. Those were my quick six show topics. Do we have Moose back? Did we lose you for a while? No. Here now? What's up? Sorry. The, the volume was on the computer. So have you heard an echo? I don't know if you heard that. I certainly didn't. Okay. But. And then, Wusa. Trying to just calm it all down. We got a hockey team practicing behind us. They've been referred to as the Harlem Globetrotters, the Brooks Bandits. They're quite frankly pretty much head and shoulders again, uh, above every other team here in this tournament. Yeah. And pretty soon I'm sure they'll be turning the music on. So, yeah, they haven't yet, but they. I like it. It's cool. It's just strange. I'm still getting my mind around a hockey team playing dance music during their practices. And that's why I put both earpieces in today. I like their vibe. Yeah. I hope for their sake they finish it off. But as we've been here for a week, I'm really enjoying all the teams. There's something to like about all of them. There is. Yeah, they all have a little something to offer in terms of likability. So it'll be fun today when we get into the semifinals. I'm really looking forward to the two games today. Okay, so... <sighs> Darren in Salt Lake City says, So the CFLPA accepted the deal. Football will go on as scheduled. Was hoping to see if TSN would pull an 80s NBC trick and broadcast USFL games like the NBC did with the CFL games in the 80s. He's talking about had there been a strike, would they air replacement games? And that's what happened in the 80s. There, or in the NFL, there was a strike, so they aired CFL games down in the States, and I don't believe people watched it. Um, like a couple things. I mentioned Chris Jones. Goes into Winnipeg tonight with the Edmonton Elks. The game's not on television, but I'm sure you can watch it streaming somewhere. I, I hope that you can. Yeah. It's 2022 for the love of Pete. But I think the last time Chris Jones was on the sidelines with Edmonton in Winnipeg was the 2015 Grey Cup when they won it. And I'm just sitting there going, did the last seven years even happen? And he, it, when, when, don't you say you can't go back? You do say that. The well, world says that. The world says it. I mean, you can always go back. You know, the line, time heals all wounds. And, and you say time plus people heal the wounds, right? You still need both people to come to the table. And people change, come and go in the organization. It's not the same organization that Chris Jones left. You know, Victor Quee's now running the show and, you know, him and Chris Jones seem to be getting along, and so the door is open, and maybe you can reignite that. Now, can he reignite it with the fans? They seem to have accepted him, as far as I can tell. Oh, yeah. I say this somewhat facetiously that you can't go home, because Jones did go home to general manager, uh, to Edmonton as the general manager and head coach. So it's not like he's going backwards in life. He's actually going forwards in life. And it's unfortunate that that game isn't on television tonight. I guess as a Western guy, I would rather see Edmonton-Winnipeg yeah. than Toronto-Ottawa. Maybe it was easier for TSN to do that game. I don't know. But, you know, that's what's exciting about the preseason. And, and again, the longer I get out of the CFL or the longer that I get out of the WHL, you kind of sit back and see it like the rest of everybody else and realize you don't really care because the games don't really count. You, you weren't listening last hour. A viewer in Burns Lake, B.C., Devin, wanted a wager on the games tonight. I'm like, if you're betting on CFL preseason Woo. games, you are a sucker. Now go ahead for Bet Regal. But I'm not. I'm sure there's odds on the games tonight, but I'm not a sucker. Go ahead and bet. But have the expectation that you're just throwing the throwing. Oh, a, a burning roulette. it. It's a roulette wheel, right? It's Or a slot machine. You're just It's just a game of chance. It's You're not actually – there's no – intel or insight into who's going to win these games never is ah yes they're telling me to turn the mic down i turned it up for joe right and i'm turning it down okay. now um i don't really care about the cba like they got it done and let's go play ball you don't care either like i don't care I'm sorry. Nelson, whom I love, you know that. Nelson Hackwich, our VP of Sim Events. We wouldn't have had the Sim League without him. Yeah. He says, what is strange is this deal is not much different than the one that got voted down. I'm over it, man. I mean, they're going to be kicking around this ratio thing for years and years and years and years. And I know why the... Why am I getting sucked in this rabbit hole? Thanks, Nelson. <laughs> I want the best football. I don't believe Canadians tune in to watch... 
the best Canadians. And I saw this silly argument on Twitter the other day that the CFL has the best Canadian players. No, it doesn't. The NFL does. We can name them. Stop it. And the NCAA. It's an argument that I feel people like to sit around and bitch about for hours that I just don't want to be part of that argument anymore. I want to watch football, go play, and put the best guys on the field. Here's where here's where we're at. You don't agree? No, no. Here's where we're at, too, in this whole CBA talk is we've just arrived in Mexico or Hawaii, right? And we went through a hell of a flight, right? Severe, we'll call it severe turbulence. And we all want to go to and there's separate... A, there's a faction of people that are going to sit there and be like, Margarita's speech, let's go, I'm happy. And they're not even thinking about that anymore. And that's most of the people. So most people won't even remember this CBA. They no. don't remember the flight. But there are a few people who will be like, how about that flight, eh? And that's all they want to talk about. Spilled by drink. You know, like, there'll be a small percentage. But most of us will just forget that this fight even happened and just enjoy now. Hopefully the product's good and the weather's nice and everything's great on this season. But I think that's where we're at now. You're saying look ahead, not behind. And most and people, I think, will. They want to look behind and and wallow in what was and not look ahead. And I'm not, that's the thing. I, to sit and talk about the, the uh, minutia of a collective bargaining agreement, I used to care about that. Maybe I'm the one that changed. They haven't changed. I changed. But it's my show. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, James Zylstra, he's in Manitoba. He says, just start this season already, <laughs> <laughs> CFL. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, for the Toronto Sports Network, it's always easier to do Toronto games, whether it's hockey or football. Uh, I don't even. Uh, there was a guy up here from Minnesota for the hockey played for the Bruins Paul's his name is probably watching right now great guy and he's like we're sitting in a luxury suite right over there and he goes how was every one of these games not on television in Canada and like I hope you don't expect that I would have the answer for that because I have no idea and he's like well the Minnesota State Hockey Championship every game's on St. Paul Minnesota XL Energy Center 15,000 a game every game's on I don't speak for TSN or Sportsnet. TSN's got five channels. Sportsnet's got at least as many. How is every game not on? How's TSN not broadcasting preseason games in the CFL? I know. I Don't look at me at the yeah, answer. Because yeah, I would me. put them on too. But, you know, it, it is like, you got to think about where this is, where we are in the world now. I mean, the Stanley Cup playoffs are on it. I know TSN doesn't have any broadcast rights outside of regional rights and all their regional markets are not in the playoffs. But, we're still, as a country, more interested in the NHL playoffs. So we'd rather have four talking heads on for a half an hour or an hour talking hockey than putting on a CFL game. Or that's what they think in terms of revenue and in terms of actual people tuning in or whether it's soccer or whatever else they put on. But, yeah, I really wish that we would have more of this grassroots sports, which tells me but there might be a more of an opportunity getting, out there. Well, it's getting, it's getting better. I mean... TSN's now doing the NLL games. They yep. got the junior hockey contract for the CHL. That's so right. I believe that we are going the other way. But I don't know who's in charge of those decisions or what's leading to them. But I think that we are going the right way. By the way, uh, it is hour two of a Flame Tech football Friday. Flame Tech is your industry leader in combustion services. We have been talking hockey all week. We talked hockey in hour one. So I'm here for the football discussion for the rest of the next 40 minutes. And John Hodge is going to be joining us from uh, 3downnation.com. So whatever you want to talk about any league, let us know. Because we kicked around, pardon the pun, the kicking motion last night in the Flames-Waters game last hour. And I think we put it to bed as much as we can. Most people agree. Our pollsters agree. If you put it to a vote at the... The goal should have counted for Blake Coleman. The Calgary Flames should have forced a game six. But I think we've discussed that enough. But let's, again, you tell me what you would like to talk about. If you if we're going to switch around to hockey, we can do that as well. But I, I don't know, sports broadcasting and television, I wonder how many people care about that other than us. You know, Donald Mitchell, our Navy friend, writes that he says, the CEBL is being shown on the CBC Gem streaming app. For the life of me, I cannot see why CFL games can't be simulcast on that service after the broadcast contract ends. Well, it doesn't end for another five more years. If, if 
we can't find a way, and I shouldn't complain. Like the Edmonton-Winnipeg game today, you tell me, people, because I have no idea. Can it be streamed? Can it be watched? In 2022, if it's not, I'm going to wonder what planet we're on. I know. I know. I don't know. Does anybody know? Can we watch it streaming? Is it on tsn.ca? You do the Rush games on the app. That's right. And that's the deal uh, through the Rush games. We check the big board here. Um, Now throwing the business hat on, it's going to cost you about $50,000 to to do a game. Maybe a little bit more um, to put on one of those CFL broadcasts, whether it's on TV or streaming. So it doesn't matter where it's delivered, right? And you need to get, you know, 350, 400,000 people to make that worthwhile. And you'll get that maybe on TV, but can you get that on streaming? Is there that many people on streaming? You know, at 100,000 people watching, it's not enough audience to make it worthwhile for them so they don't do the game. Is that a CFL problem or fault or a Canadian people society problem or fault or like what you're saying is if they don't show the Edmonton Winnipeg game tonight it's because there's not enough appetite for it yeah that's what you're telling me yeah for the money they're going to put in they don't think they'll drive enough traffic to streaming for the one-off to make it worthwhile here's what's on TSN right now Roland Garros tennis you're aware of what that is it's the French Open it's a major it's a big deal I had no idea I know but you're not a ten I I I'd give you a pass on that. But that is a big deal, and it's my chance to squeeze it in. Canada's Tennis. doing pretty good. Layla, yeah, but that says that we're not all into the same no. things. No, Layla moved on and Felix moved on. Uh, on TSN 2, first take. It's a good show. Coming up, AFL Premiership Football. Sydney Swans versus the Richmond Tigers. I'll pass. Uh, TSN 3, tennis again. TSN 4. PBR bull riding from Arlington, Texas. I'm here for that. But you're not, right? That's not your thing. Right. Tennis again on TSN 5. This is my kind of day. And tennis, tennis, more tennis. Formula One. The Monaco Grand Prix. They're going to broaden. We're talking about practice. They're broadcasting the practice. (laughs) They do. You don't want to show these games? Hockey Canada. No, I should shut up. <coughs> no. Ten, a new segment has been born. What? TV Guide. <laughs> Fri- Reading it to Fr- people. Fridays at 1 Eastern. The yeah. TV Guide. We will get to uh, your. There's some good questions and comments coming in here. See, so, yeah, I just wanted to have fun today, and we're doing it on Game Plus TV live from the Tim Hortons uh, presented Centennial Cup in Estevan, Saskatchewan. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. The Rod Peterson Show, live from Estevan, is presented in part by the award-winning Wanda Heron Photography. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. The Rod Peterson Show, brought to you by Power Dodge Estevan. There you go. Game day in the Energy City. Quarterfinal Friday here at the Centennial Cup. RP Show brought to you in part by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. They specialize in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. And uh, also Bronco Plumbing, Heating and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. Let me do a sports update before we jump back into what you would like to talk about on a viewer takeover. There's just one game in the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. The Colorado Avalanche can eliminate the Blues with a win in St. Louis. The Avs lead the series three games to two. The Oilers advanced last night with a game five contested win at Calgary. Blue Jays ace Alec Manoa will square off against LA Angels starter Chase Silphus as Toronto plays the second game of a four-game series in Anaheim tonight. Vladdy and George Springer each homered in Toronto's 6-3 win on Thursday, and Josh Donaldson has apologized to the wife and family of Jackie Robinson for referencing the pioneering black baseball player in remarks that led to a confrontation with Chicago White Sox star Tim Anderson. The Yankees' third baseman was suspended for one game and fined on Monday 
by Major League Baseball who called his comment disrespectful and in poor judgment. Donaldson says after Saturday's game, he twice called Anderson Jackie. Anderson, who's among the leading black voices in baseball, says Donaldson was trying to provoke him. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for WHL breaking news and analysis. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Moose DuPont's with us here at the Affinity Place in Estevan. Quarterfinal Friday here coming up at 4 p.m. Mountain, 6 Eastern. Games that you can watch at HockeyCanada.ca are Flin Flon versus Pickering, Ontario. Longay, Quebec versus Summerside, PEI. It's going to be a fantastic day of hockey. Can't wait. And hot tub this afternoon, Moose. What do you say? Did you bring your trunks? I did. I did. So... uh no, I'm absolutely excited about that. For Everything's sure. looking up great. 40 oh. minutes left. And then weekend. Yes. Joe Watson was here, the 78-year-old, soon to be 79. He went to work out. He, I felt this big. I'm like, Joe, well, when you're done working out, come join us in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> We're going straight to the hot tub, skipping the workout. <laughs> We're skipping the workout today. It's the executive workout, Joe. It begins and ends with a hot tub. Yes. What a great guy. We've earned it. We've had a whole week. Oh, we've been working real hard here all week. Phyllis writes in. She says, I noticed that the Winnipeg game isn't on TSN. Is it possible they put it in one of the Sports Center segments? What do you mean? The whole game? Randy in Winnipeg says, yeah, I don't understand TSN and Sportsnet having five channels, but show the same thing on all five channels. I do have a theory on that. Just before TSN announced their five channels and launched them, just before they did, they lost the contract to Sportsnet, the NHL contract, the national contract. I think that they had plans to fill all five of those channels with NHL programming, and then they got their pants ripped down and lost the rights. Yeah. That's what I think happened. Yeah, Because <clears throat> you don't just wave a wand and get five channels. Like it had, I think they'd been working to get there, yeah. and then they lost the contract, and then like, we got all these channels now. What the hell are we going to do with them? Oh, yeah. we'll play poker every day on it. Got to fill the programming, right? Um, and I think that's you know outside of TSN one and two, they're all re- they're all designed to be regional channels. It's easier to understand that Sportsnet has regional channels because we call them East, West, Ontario, Quebec, right? And you might as well call TSN three Prairies and TSN four TSN Ottawa and TSN five TSN Toronto, and you know what I mean? Because those. Yeah. Anyways, it's a long conversation. We could talk for an hour. But about people, it. I can't. I. That's what I love about the interactive nature of this show. At least I know that we are talking about what the viewers want to talk about. For instance, Jeff Caldwell is watching in Oregon. He says, "I can't find the CFL preseason game tonight in the U.S. I see ESPN Plus has it scheduled for next week. So what? Maybe they're airing a replay. I don't know. I'm currently in Canada, but I'll be back in Florida." This weekend, and I'll be watching the Ryder Bomber game, I believe, on uh, ESPN+. Plus. So all is good. Andrew Stute in the chat says, I checked my guide this morning, and the CFL preseason game is on TSN 5 tonight. Unless it changed. Looks like it is listed as being televised. Everybody's saying it's on television. Jennifer checking in from the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the NHL. She says, good morning, everyone. Surprised yet happy and relieved the oil took the series in five. Yeah, we talked hockey in hour one. So we're, I guess we can talk about what everybody else wants to talk about. I'm trying to keep it to football. And Tacona Pally's happy that his bet Regal hoodie has showed up in the mail. His bunny hug. So, yeah, some are getting their bunny hugs, some are not. We've been doing the Bet Regal contest, the featured game, and Bet Regal was sending out the gear to the winners, not us. But it's been delayed getting it to them, and I just, you, you also said, we're out. We're stopping the contest until Bet Regal can get the gear out, and now it's landing in the hands of our viewers across the country, so that's great. Selling a few hats here this week, too. Do you want to get a plug-in for the merchandise for the uh, here? Got to come down to Estevan. And, uh, Come on down to Estevan. You got to find us. We've kind of please don't please don't accost us at the hot tub, okay? Once the show's over, but outside of that, if you find us at the rink, I got you covered. 
We continue to be live TV times. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in. He says, the Toronto-Ottawa game is on TV. The Bombers-Elks game is not. And um, is it too much to ask people to, to watch the entire two hours? We've been covering all this. I said Chris Jones goes back to Edmund, uh, Winnipeg with Edmonton for the first time since the 2015 Grey Cup. And it'll be interesting to see him on the sidelines. Um, do we know what's happening with the rosters? People are finally starting to get it. And I'm not the CFL guy anymore. I Listen. It was a gong show pulling off this banquet here last night, and it wasn't just me. It was some really great people, yeah. like Melissa Dietz from Lemon Wedge Marketing, Jason Tatarnik from the Bronco uh, Bruins, Josh Biggs, their president. One of our speakers dropped out last minute, and I don't mean a speaker. I mean a guest speaker dropped out. Yeah. So we're scrambling, trying to get a program together. Some of the players showed up. Some didn't. It was a gong show. So I don't really follow who's playing for the Edmonton Elks tonight in Winnipeg. Is Duran playing? You know? Right. And uh, and then emceed the thing last night and had a big old time. Moose was out doing PR until the sun came up, which reminds me. It's a hot, not quite, but close. I'm walking down the hallway of the hotel the other day. It was the day that I went on Global National. Yeah. 4.15 a.m. I go pick up coffee in the lobby. That the overnight guy Josh made. He's a real beaut. Yeah, I like him. And as I'm walking down the hallway, a guy says to me, you're up early. And I said, so are you. He goes, I haven't been to bed. <laughs> How about 4 15. That's the, but there's the gray area. 3 to 5 a.m. is the gray area where you're never sure if you're coming or going, right? If you're just starting your day or you haven't ended it yet. This guy was from Flin Flon. And I suspect, and what's sucky about the Bruins, actually, no, the silver lining, the host Bruins, the logo over Darren's shoulder there, they didn't make the playoffs here in their own tournament. Um, but what that's done is paved the way for the fans of all the other teams to come to town. Yeah. There's people coming in just today from Summerside, PEI, Dauphin, Manitoba, a lot from Flin Flon. Like, who's watching Flin Flon? Well, these people are all down here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, who's no. left? Uh, Gated up the highway from Creighton, and away you go. David in Winnipeg. David Ice. He won our uh, Tough Tribe for Men contest a while back. David Ice. He has just put the TSN CFL preseason schedule in the chat. But I'm not sure that I'm going to. It looks like both Rough Riders games are on TSN. So that's good. I'll be able to watch them both. Don't even have to go to the games. Booyah. Darren in Salt Lake City says, Moose, are you guys doing the Wild Hogs skinny dipping hot tub session? <laughs> oh, I'll leave that no. with you. We brought that show up the other day, I think, on the air. What an underrated movie. It's due for a, a rewatch. A very think. underrated movie. Yeah. Do you know what's the most underrated movie of all time? And I think you know the answer to this. Hall Pass. Oh, yeah. It came out like a week before The Hangover. Terrible timing. Yeah. Terrible. Um, <laughs> Ken Atamachuk, watching on YouTube, says, I feel gross that I have to pay for TSN to watch the CFL. Oh, well. That is a personal preference. Um... Game Plus is the one channel that I couldn't live without. The next channel would be TSN. I watch it all the time. I watch SportsCenter three, four times a day. And then I watch the afternoon shows. Kornheiser and Will Bond. I watch it all. I don't mind paying. I get my money's worth from TSN. Calvin and Sophia. That sounds like a very cool couple. Calvin and Sophia. That's like their a YouTube. Sitcom is yeah, what doesn't it? Sounds it? Like. Or cartoon. Yeah. Is it possible for the CFL to retain another TV deal with another provider before 2027? I feel TSN is hurting the league. Great show as always, Rod. Do you want to dive into this here? I feel like they'd rather talk about the TV deal than the preseason games. And that's fine, by the way. Miami, sports radio, 
All they talk about is Tom Brady and if he's going to end up owning the Dolphins and if he's going to end up playing for the Dolphins. They'd rather talk about that than the actual games. We want to talk about the TV contract because when I bring up, when I was in the CFL, near the end, and I said, TSN is hurting the CFL because they're not promoting the league in Sports Center. They're not airing the shows. They just air the games, and that's it. You just get immediately shot down, usually by the older guys. I'm not going to name names. But they're like, you stop it. If it wasn't for TSN, there wouldn't be a CFL. So we're not allowed to talk about it then. I don't discount what TSN's TSN's done great stuff for the CFL. The product looks amazing. It's very professional. We know that the the, the league and, and fans would benefit from having more networks covering it. That's not a, a that's not a to slander TSN and the job they've done. They got the best deal for themselves. They own the whole pie. You have to come to their store. It's the only place to get the CFL. But in 2027, if that's when the deal's up, um, we'll be cooking with gas long before that. We're cooking with gas now. So I hope the CFL, I'll put the offer on the table, hire DuPont Media, and we'll negotiate the TV rights on your behalf and get you a hell of a bang-up deal with those networks and the new ones well, that aren't even here yet. Yeah, well, the... I think we lost you briefly, Moose. Yeah, I'll refresh that feed. Okay, John Hodge must have logged in, but um, Jeff Caldwell in Oregon says, Game Plus should broadcast CFL games. Well, as my mom would say, wouldn't that be a trick? Uh, game Plus airs in Oregon. I mean, you would get a international broadcast there if you were on Game Plus if you're the CFL. Yeah. Because we are in both countries. TSN, last I checked, is not. Rick Hagland in the chat says Rod's rant on TV Guide. Yahoo. I'm not really ranting on anything, but I don't understand why as many people watch this show as do because I'm different than everybody else. Um, I'd rather go to a live game. I can't tell you how happy I am to be in Estevan at the Junior A Championship. Rods ran, by the way, for Bronco Plumbing and Heating and Cooling Daily. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at Bronco, broncoplumbing.com. Moose, before you go, and John Hodge comes in from three down, just a one last thing. Yeah. I've been to so many Centennial Cups, Great Cups, Stanley Cups, Super Bowl now, been everywhere. Briars. Fifth, up until 15 years ago, this would have been crawling with CTV, Global, Leader Post, all the radio stations. We're the only media here from out of town. The only ones. Haven't seen the one. The only ones, okay? And the cool thing is I've got people writing in saying, you've brought a national attention to the Centennial Cup. That's why they brought us. But this business has just gone down the crapper, man. And nobody saw it coming. Unrecognizable. <laughs> like So we'll take it all. And I mean, I don't. It's great. I'll never sit and wallow in what, you know. And like, you weren't around then. The You're good old, old days, like blah, blah, blah. It's great. Um, you know, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. We'll take the it. the way it's going. And, yeah, we're going to take the opportunity. Yeah. Cool. Okay. For those that want to get inside the three down, C or sort of the CBA with the CFL, John Hodge is the guy. He's had all the details. He's broken the news. He joins us next. You're watching the RP Show live from the Centennial Cup, presented by Tim Hortons on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Rod Peterson, back in Canada. He must be lost. On location, brought to you by the city of Estevan. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Promotional consideration for the RP Show brought to you in part by Tuck Tribe for Men. It contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits. We are part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men, available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. John Hodge has been gracious enough to join us from Three Down. I appreciate it, John, if we can bring him in from Winnipeg. The fans, the viewers have been asking to get John on. And let's talk about the CBA. You've been at the forefront of all the news. You've been breaking the news. Here's my question for you first. Uh, who won? Did anybody win in this, do you think, when all's said and done? I think at the end of the day, the fans won. 
we're getting football this weekend, Rod. The, the fans won. Uh, to, to, to delve a little bit more into it, at the end of the day, I think the players have come away with a lot of concessions that they've lacked in the past, right? They've got health coverage. They've got guaranteed veteran contracts coming in, or at least the option to partially guaranteed veteran contracts. And, of course, they've got the opportunity to uh, get revenue sharing and actually audit some of the CFL's financial statements as of 2024 by a third party. So if I had to pick a winner between the two, I'd say the players came away with more than I expected, but the fans are the biggest winners this weekend. No doubt. And uh, But I think that the, the players did come away with more. But tell me if I'm – I have not gone into the minutiae of this deal. So some have written in and said this isn't a lot different from the last one. Or at the very least, this isn't much different than the one last week they rejected. How big are the differences in this, what they agreed to last night? Well, the, the two deals, the tentative agreement from last week that was voted down and the new deal that was ratified – late last night are, are not very different. The biggest difference between the two is the ratification bonus, right? There was no ratification bonus as part of the first deal. And from what I understand, a ratification bonus was not high on the bargaining committee's list of things to negotiate for and advocate for as part of this new deal. And I think ultimately that came down to the fact that a lot of the players, a lot of the membership took a ratification bonus for granted. They thought this money was coming as a default. End of agreement was struck last week. There was no ratification bonus. 30% of the players reportedly did not even vote. And so once they took some money from later on in the deal, right, they've shaved the salary cap down a little bit uh, five, six years from now to provide an initial bonus of $1.225 million Across the nine teams, about 400 veteran players, that's about 3000 bucks a pop. I don't know about you, Rod, but if all I have to do is pull up my phone and take 30 seconds and cast an electronic ballot, $3,000 is a pretty good, uh, pretty good payday for that 30 seconds of my time. So to me, that's the biggest difference is the players who are currently voting, many of whom realize, especially if they're already veterans of five, six years in this league, they know five, six years from now, they're not going to be around to still benefit from a higher salary cap number. They wanted some money in their pockets right now. And it's hard to blame them, frankly, after a shortened 2021 season during which CFL teams did not spend the salary cap, but instead spent to the salary floor. I couldn't agree more with you. And the thing is, why would the owners not think they should realize the players wouldn't care what's going to happen seven years from now? And I kind of got a kick out of this, John. The owners said, we're going to buy your vote. I mean, the politicians don't come out and admit it, but they're trying to do the same thing. The owners were at least honest about it. Nelson uh, Hakowicz writes in regarding the ratio. I know this is a contentious issue, and it's confusing to a simpleton like me, John. Nelson says, is lowering the ratio simply paving the way to allow for CFL expansion without causing performance drop-off? Like, ratio, a very contentious issue in this, correct? It absolutely was. And a lot of the Canadian players who voted against the original deal voted out of concern for the ratio going down. Now, we're still going to get the same number of Canadian starters. We're still going to get the same number of Canadians on the roster. And it should be noted as well, the ratio changes implemented in this new CBA do not come into effect for this season. We are talking about 2023 and beyond. Under the original agreement, they were going to allow up to three American veterans known as either naturalized or nationalized American players, meaning three seasons on the same CFL team or five in the league total. They were going to be permitted to come in and rotate with Canadian players up to 49% of snaps in a game. And I think that Canadians simply can't compete or, or maybe the initial starting seven can compete, but in the case of injuries, right, in the case of you know, early retirements possibly, and those other mitigating factors, maybe they have too many backups playing in spots when, when they're not necessarily ready. Now, for me, I always point to the developmental aspect of the ratio. I tweeted today, right? Andrew Harris started off his career coming out of the CJFL. Javon Katoy, same thing, receiver in BC, who I think is going to have a big year. He was a CGFL player. You've got Brad Sinopoli, who changed positions at the CFL level. You've got undrafted players like Lewis Ward, Jerome Messam, 
who have done great things and who wouldn't have made it out of their first training camps if there was no ratio to protect them. Now, if expansion is down the road, I know that has been something that's been talked about. If expansion were to come in, would we look at lowering the ratio, even temporarily? I know when Ottawa came into the league in 2014, there was a sense that maybe there wasn't enough Canadian talent to go around. But my counter argument would be, I think this is a somewhat of a self-fulfilling prophecy. For instance, let's say, heaven forbid, you know, in one of tonight's preseason games, a Canadian star goes down. The Canadian backup might not be ready to start week one, but by the end of the year, with all those reps, they're going to be in a position to be a full-time starter in 2023. It's that development piece that you're missing. If we're just going to have Americans come in to take up those Canadian backup spots. And then five, six years from now, I think the fear is, well, if we've developed fewer Canadians, then people are just going to make the same argument. Oh, look around. There's not enough Canadians in backup roles. We got to push the ratio down. Because let's remember, Rod, there used to be 10 Canadian starters in the CFL. They went to seven many years ago. And I think there is fear that it could go down further. Personally, I'm a strong advocate for the ratio, but I appreciate that the reason everybody's cup of tea. I appreciate the, the explanation on that. And I, I marvel at your connections within the league and your insider column at three down is the best thing on the internet as far as I'm concerned. So from what you've gleaned through all of this, John, is the CFL as we get set to kick off tonight, the first game in the preseason in good shape, fair shape, not great shape? Because I'm hearing all kinds of things, but I trust your sources more. How, would, how do you feel about the state of the CFL post-COVID here? And I hope COVID behind us. Well, in terms of, of gameplay, the, the league has obviously made changes, right? They've moved in the hash marks. They've done other things to try to create more offense. And I do think that we are going to get more offense this season, partly due to the rules, and then also partly due to the fact that players aren't coming off a lost season, right? Expecting players after almost two calendar years away from the game to light things up in 2021, I think was too much to ask. 2022, I think we're going to see a better product on the field. Now, even more importantly, off the field, I heard a lot of talk over the last two years about how the CFL was dying, the CFL needed to go to four downs, the CFL needed to merge with a twice-failed American league known as the XFL, the, the, the CFL needed to change everything. Young people don't care. And look, I don't think the CFL is in a position to, to, to scream from the hills that they've won or they have been, a, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they've reached the peak because they haven't. There are ways in which the CFL needs to improve from a business standpoint. But the fact that they have revenue sharing across nine teams, the fact that we now have included players, or at least as of 2024, will have included players taking advantage of league revenue, great cup revenue, having the ability to audit CFL books, which have long been a secret in this country, right? To my knowledge, teams have never once opened up the books to players. And if they did, it was before I was even born. So to me, those things are extremely positive. I think the CFL has finally set a solid foundation. They did not get here quickly. They did not get here efficiently. These are changes they should have seen 10 years ago that, that needed to be made to build long-term success. So as much as it's unfortunate that they wasted time um, pursuing some things that never came to fruition or things like, for instance, the global initiative that did come to fruition but have yet to bear any fruit, I think they finally have the proper foundation needed. Because let's remember, if the owners were actually in a position where they were getting ready to fold these franchises and walk away, they never in a million years would have given the players some of the concessions that they just did. And they gave those players concessions on a CBA that is minimum five years, could be seven years, but the opt-out does not belong to the league. It belongs to the players. So the players can opt out in five years. The reason being, that's when the television broadcasting deal expires and the players could potentially see more money if and when the league is able to get a better deal from 2026. So it's, it's unfortunate it's taken this long, but yes, I am optimistic about the future of the CFL, more optimistic than I've been in years. We only have a minute, but Bombers home to the Edmonton Elks tonight. What will you be looking for in the game? I'm looking for quarterbacks, and for two reasons. One, nobody seems to know who's going to start for the Edmonton Elks this season. It could be Taylor Cornelius. It could be Nick Arbuckle. 
who knows? Maybe it's going to be Trey Ford. It had been 42 years since we saw a Canadian quarterback get drafted in the first round. He got picked in the first round. Chris Jones raved about him before the draft, and he raves about him all the time now. So I'm interested to see that. On the other side, the Bombers announced this morning Zach Kolaris is not going to dress tonight. That means Drew Brown should get a lot of reps, second-year quarterback, as should Dakota Pruka. D- uh, Dakota's been around with a bunch of CFL teams. He had since in Toronto, Calgary, Edmonton. He's now 28. This could be his last chance to make his mark. So with Zach Kolaris not dressing, I'm really interested to see what these young Winnipeg quarterbacks can do, and I'm really interested to see what Edmonton's quarterbacks can do because they're bringing all of them, Rod. All the, all the quarterbacks are dressing for Edmonton tonight, and I think they're going to play. So I'm watching the quarterbacks tonight. I think we'll get some questions answered regarding those two clubs. Should be fun. Enjoy it, John, and tremendous work on the CBA coverage. Uh, thank you from on behalf of this fan. I appreciate it. Enjoy the game. Thanks, Rod. Thanks for having me. 3downnation.com's John Hodge. One final time from Esteban coming up. The Taco Time viewer takeover is next. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. The Rod Peterson Show, brought to you by Power Dodge Esteban. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. On location at the 2022 Centennial Cup. Brought to you by the city of Estevan. It's a quick overtime. Brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Your home for the UFC and the Stanley Cup playoffs. By the way, uh, viewer takeovers for Taco Time. Did you know that Taco Time has been around for over 40 years in Canada? This iconic brand and a Canadian favorite serves over 3.2 million burritos, 2.5 million tacos, and over 1 million Mexi fries every single year, Moose. People would like to talk just as much about the television of the games as they would about the games, and that's cool. Um, They're talking about the CFL games that are on TV or aren't. Clay is watching, and Brandon. Clay, we need to hear from you more. Clay watches every day, but very rarely comments in. Right. Clay says, TSN still underpays for the strong ratings the CFL gets them, but there's no competition from Sportsnet, so they get a great deal. I'd like to see every game on television, but, again, that's not my forte. Um, Wilf is watching in Steinbach, Manitoba. He says, I guess, he says, Centennial Cup or World Poker? Hmm, I guess gambling rules the airwaves. That's longer than we have time for to get into. Yeah. Um, The poll question will be live for about 22 more hours for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships across the prairies with capital should the blake coleman goal have counted in game five oilers flames battle of alberta 60 percent saying yes it should and i think that would be a good way as we're at a hockey tournament to end the show moose i feel so bad for the flames that the season would end that way i do feel it cost in the game the goal should have counted i think most of us believe that but they weren't the, they weren't even it's a five game series man it was almost a sweep i know so that it didn't cost them the series and they know that it didn't cost them the series no and <clears throat> you look at game 4 i thought calgary was the better team i thought they were you know pretty even in game <clears throat> 3 they were the better team in game 1 you're the better team for sure in 3 of the games it was kind of a split in 2 but you lost the series 4 to 1 so they got a lot of soul-searching to do, a lot of looking in the mirror. But much like I said with Toronto, I think the team is very good. I think the core is very good. I know people are going to be asking about what do you do with Matthew Kachuk now and Mark Jer and, um, Goudreau. and Goudreau, Johnny Goudreau. Um, but I don't think, like, don't panic. The, the group is great. Keep adding little pieces. The core is good. The future is bright for Edmonton. But right now, it's really bright for Edmonton. And who saw this coming? Uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, it's a whole new season. Mercury's in retrograde, like some weird stuff's going on. Um, 
Tony Cernick writes in. He was the big guy in the Philly Flyers jersey last oh, night. Yeah. He says, thank you to the RP team for promoting our beautiful city and celebrating Bruin hockey. Well, thank you, Estevan, for bringing us to my second hometown. Last minute of play in the RP show. Last minute of play. Trent Bruner in Norway. We need another commercial network to take a chance on the CFL or buy some games from TSN. Okay, fair. Chris says, my cousin Chris, regarding the Centennial Cup, where is it? She says, nowhere in southern Alberta has it even been mentioned. The only place talking about it is the RP show. I can't speak for them. That's how this business has changed. We've got it all to ourselves. Is that selfish? They gave it to us. Yeah. We'll take it. Now we get to watch a doubleheader playoff games today, quarterfinals, semifinals tomorrow, head home Sunday. Bob's your uncle back on the air on Monday. Bob's your Thanks, uncle. Thanks, Moose. Thank you. Thanks to Joe Watson, John Hodge, our live studio audience today. Check social media for that. We've been retweeting their photos. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you, West and Hockey Canada. And we'll see you all Monday, noon Eastern. I never told you to shut up. Well, a couple times. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.